God, we just thank you for today, October the 2nd, for this Friday. And we thank you that the words that come across will fall on good ground and that we will be not only hearers of the word, but we will be doers of the word. Amen. I want to come to you today um, just to get you to start thinking. Do we really believe God? Do we really trust God? Um, Do we have a relationship with God? You know, there's so much coming at us and there's so much deception that's coming on the face of the earth that's already here. It's not coming. It's already here on the face of the earth. And are we doing all that we can do for God? Are we trusting God with our little? You know, the world says it this way. The world would say that bigger is better and smaller is not good. And the ungodly believes that more is better and less is not good. You know, we also say that the rich keep getting richer and the poor keeps getting poor. And as believers, we need to realize that we are one of the most most wealthiest individual there is. I'd rather have wealth than riches. And the reason why we are wealthy because of who our father is. Our, our heavenly father, he owns the whole world. But we have become accustomed to what the world has says and and, and we we say those cliches and and we make them our own and and we're talking the world system when God has a kingdom system. I've been saying in order for us to have kingdom result, we need to speak kingdom talk and and one of the things I want to share with you is that I have Bible chapter and verse. You know, I'm a chapter and verse person. You know, I said we need to talk kingdom talk to have kingdom results. Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 25 says it this way, because the foolishness of God is wiser than man. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than man. And the weakness of God is stronger than man. Verse 26. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But, verse 27, highlighted. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. I'm going to say that again. Verse 27 of 1 Corinthians 1, 27 says, But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and verse 28 said and base things of the world and things which are despised has God chosen so whatever the world 
think that it isn't, God will turn into it is. And whatever things that the world despises, God has chosen it. And things which are not to bring not to, he will do what he does best. And that is be glorified. We cannot despise small beginnings. We cannot despise the things that we believe that where we are, that's where we're going to always be. No, we need to start seeing it right through the eyes of God. Hallelujah. The world is always saying one thing and God is saying another thing. The question is, do you have a relationship with God? I come to you today to tell you that little is much when it is in God. When God is in it, little is much when God is in it. I'm going to say that again. Little is much when God is in it. Your little is much when God is in it. We have many, many stories that is in the world or in the Bible that can attest to that God don't need a lot. He can do much with the little. And another Bible verses that I want you to go back and look at is Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16, which says, Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble there with therewith. I'm going to say that again. Better is little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Matter of fact, the world says it this way. More money, more problems. <laughs> so you can pretty much say that the world system is a copycat. It, it, it's a copycat of the original writer, which is God's Bible. The world takes things from the book, the Bible, and change it up. Hallelujah. And then we begin to gravitate to the way of the world, then trust in God. God wants us to know that the little that we have is much when we have him in it. See, the thing is, God has to be in it. He has to be in it. There's a story in the Bible um, in John chapter 6, verse 1 through 3. Here you can see that there was a little, a little bread that God took when there was a multitude. There was a huge problem here. Here in John chapter 6, verse 1 through 13, there was a huge problem. Well, the problem was there was a lot of people. There was a multitude of people in a desert place. place and it was, a, it was in the late afternoon. And everyone was hungry. Hallelujah. The disciples had 5,000 people that was hungry after listening to Jesus' ministry. And they only had five loaves and, and two fish. 
That's all God needed. He took those five loaves and two fish, and they still had 12 baskets to spare. 12 represent the kingdom. This month, I challenge everyone, including myself, that I want all what God has for me, and that's why we got to learn to have a release party. Meaning release everything, even our purse, our pocketbook, our bank account, our children, our wives, our husband, and give it to God. And let God do much with everything that we have. We got to learn to put God in it. Because he is the one, he's the master strategist. He's the one that is aware of what's going on down the road and what's around the corner. The question is, do we really believe God? Do we really believe God can do much for our lives that we sometimes think is insignificant? I want to let you know that you are important to God and God has need of you. He wants to know, can you just trust him with the little that you have? Little even as much when it comes to an army. Many of you can go back and read the story in Judge 7. Judges chapter 7 verse 1 through 7. About Gideon. Gideon thought he needed 32,000 men. 32,000 weak men. See, we always think that we got to have much in order to serve the Lord. No, God just want your life and he will add the things. Matthew 6, 33, which is, the, which is a kingdom principle. That's the first priority. That we are to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these things. I don't know if y'all remember when I when I say you need to just reach your hands out and say all these things will be added to me. The houses, the cars, and the land. All these things will be added to me when I seek God. The businesses. All these things. Because I know that my little will grow. When I really give it to God. Because he own it. He owns everything. So here we have Gideon in Judges chapter 7. 1 through 7. The story of how he felt like he needed a whole bunch of people to fight. Listen. You and God are the majority. Or you and Jesus is the majority. You and the Holy Spirit is the majority. If you didn't have nobody else, you can rest assured that you are not alone. There's more with you than there is against you. Here he had 32,000 weak individuals. And the, and the spirit of God, as God was revealing to him, giving him instruction on what to do to get the right people. He ended up with 300 strong. I know sometimes 
When we are weak, the Bible said he is strong. You got to realize that we can't do nothing without him. Even if we go on a detour, he's right there with us on a detour. I want you to get in your spiritual mind that you can't even leave God. He's right there. You belong to him. God wants you to trust him and put him in it, in everything that you do. Even when it comes to the weapon, a little weapon is much when God is in it. Countless story, Moses with the rod. Shem God with the ox God. Samson with the jawbone of an ass. See, we think that we got to have a lot of things to do something. No, God just want to know, can you trust him with the little? Let me tell you something. Yesterday, after I challenged everyone, I went back and I listened to the message. And and I said, oh, Lord, you know, First mention is to the person who God give it to. Well, I said that I practice that. And sometimes there are there are times the way my my finance come in, you know, we like to say our money looking funny. Those are the times where we really have to trust God. And I'm often reminded of the story of the woman, the widow woman with the two mites. Her little became much when she placed it in the master hand. See, we got it all wrong. We have bought the lie of the world system saying that the world keeps saying, like I said, the the world keeps saying that we got to get all you can and, and can all you get. And God is just saying, listen, can you just trust me with your small? Can you believe me enough that I'm able to do it exceedingly, abundantly above more than you can ask or even think? I'm going to say that again. Can you believe that I am able to do exceedingly, abundantly above More than you can ask or even think. If God isn't in it, it can't grow. We got to trust God in everything that we do. We got to give it back to him because it all belongs to him. And I'm learning, I'm practicing every day. To walk in the word and to live by the word. And to sow seeds everywhere I go. Because I know my little is not enough. But we serve a God that is more than enough. I'm going to say that again. The paycheck that you have is not enough. And I'm telling you, it can get very scary and frightening sometimes when you know that your little is not enough to pay your bill, but yet God is saying, 
give it to me. <laughs> Jesus. Can you imagine? God is saying, why don't you give it to me? Allow me to enlarge your territory. Allow me to en enlarge what you have. But can you trust me? I made up my, in my mind a long time ago that I'd rather trust God than my current situation. I, I said to him many a time, God, if you can't do it, then it can't get done. And I know that you are able to do it when I allow you and I get out of the way and me stop trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Allow the master, the masterpiece to put the pieces of the puzzle together in your life. Do we really trust God? With that little. God want us to learn. How to give ourselves away. He want us to learn. How to give our way out. It's not. The amount. It's the obedience. It's the principle. Of saying God I trust you. Because we can't make it. We can't do nothing without him anyway. And one thing. Listen. I'm not sharing to you what's not written in the Bible. We already know we are just like God. And guess what? Since we just like God. God love us so much that he gave. He want us to start operating just like him. He gave. He gave his only begotten son, John 3, 16. And then guess what? Jesus turned around and he gave. He gave his life. Jesus gave his life. Matter of fact, he said, greater love had no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friend. And guess what? As believers, as, as God's man and God's woman, we too are to give. Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you therefore, brother, by the mercy of God that you present you give your body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God. Which is your reasonable service. Not only do our body belongs to him. But everything. That we touch. That we see. That we have in our possession. Belongs to him. So I'm trying to tell you, you don't have to wait to be rich according to the world to give to God. Every time something comes in your hand, you just should say, God, this belongs to you. What, what, what is it that you want me to do with this? If you start practicing that, you'll start seeing 
the increase. God stretching you. Every time somebody gives me something, God, what is it that you want me to do with this? Because this don't belong to me anyway. What do you want me to do with this? See, I'm applying the word of God. I'm putting God in it. When we start practicing like that, we won't think like the world. We're we're thinking and we're operating in kingdom principle. God, my son, you see how he acting. What what should I do? Pray. Okay, I'm going to pray so I don't focus on what he's doing because that's just a distraction. That's just a distraction. There's a noise over there that's trying to interrupt my my worship. That's trying to interrupt my focus on looking at you, God, because you're the solution to that situation over there. I know I'm talking to somebody this morning. God, you don't understand. They gave me a 24-hour notice. What should I do? I'm going to give it to God. I made up in my mind a long time ago when I was living from paycheck to paycheck and my children and my sister and all of us, we were living from hotel, motel, holiday inn. Literally trying to find a place to rest because of our financial situation. I said, God, if you don't do it, it won't get done. I made up in my mind if I had to sleep in my car, I'm still going to worship him. I'm still going to praise him because he still make cars. He still make houses. And he have caused men to give into our bosom. But can you trust God when it don't feel good? When you in the midst of the fire, can you believe God that he can have you in the midst of the fire and you won't get burned and you won't even smell like smoke? Hey, glory. Jesus. Can you believe God with your little, which don't even belong to you? Can you trust him? Because he's faithful and he's good. He's faithful and he's good. I'm telling you, it works. The word of God works when you work it. And we are in the last days that we got to walk by faith and not by sight. You can't even trust your job because you can walk on that job today and they'll have a pink slip ready for you. But can you walk away saying the joy of the Lord is my strength? God, you in this. You are in it because I got some seed in the ground. I've been sowing everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, I sow. Because there's a harvest that you give. You yield the increase. So I thank you, God, for this seed, this small seed. 
Think about it. You can go get an apple seed, an orange seed, a pear seed, a watermelon seed. And you can plant that seed in the ground. And that one seed don't yield one fruit. That one seed yield many fruits. God is trying to get something to you. My God. But you got to have him in it. Little is much when God is in it. That's why we say when God is in it, you can win it. It's already won. You have the victory. We sometimes just need to calm down and trust in the Lord. And trust in the Lord. God will tell you, to stand on his word. And I mean physically stand on the word. Now some people who are super spooky and super religious will say, oh no, 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 no. Don't stand on that word. That word is holy. Well guess what? I'm holy so I'm going to stand on the holy word because I'm letting the devil know that I'm standing firm on the firm foundation which is the word of God so you can come with your best shot knowing that I'm covered because God is in me and I have power and authority over the enemy can you believe God with your little can you be like the widow with the two mites All she had. Hey, God. We sing a song. All I have, I give to you, Lord God. All I have, I give to you, Lord God. Use me, God. I'm willing. All I have. Whatever it is, it belongs to you, God. Let me help minimize the frustration. When you realize that you don't own yourself. When you really realize that God owns everything. Then you can have peace in the midst of the storm. Because your mind is stayed on him. You know that God got you. If nobody else do. You can rest assured that God got you. And he is aware of where you are. And he is not on any vacation. When you really realize that. You will walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. You should already know that the enemy is cunning. You should already know that he's plotting against you. You should already know that he don't want you to get to the deep place of God. 
So you shall already know to stay ready, stay guarded. Hey, glory, my God. Nothing should come as a surprise to you. You should know, oh, I I knew you was coming, but I, I stay ready. Remember the story of the the virgins, the ten virgins, five were wise and five were foolish. We are wise women and men of God that we stay ready. Knowing that God is. Why don't you trust him today? With the little that you have. Why don't you yield it to him and say, God, all I have, I give to you. Multiply it. Increase. Let's pray like the prayer of Jabez. God, enlarge my territory. Increase me, Father. So I can do what you will have me to do in Jesus name